That Sober Guy podcast contains adult content, merciless truth, and emotional nudity. Listener discretion is advised. Yo, what's up? Thank you for tuning in today. Thanks to humans for bringing us in. Thanks to you for supporting the show. I'm Shane Raymer. You're listening to That Sober Guy podcast, and we help people stay sober. Coming to you tonight from a double tree hotel room down in Fresno, California, which some refer to as the taint or the armpit of California. No offense to anybody out in Fresno. You know I got love for you out here, but it's hot and it's dry. And uh, I saw a lady running across the parking lot about an hour ago in a 76 station with a shopping cart and a stuffed horse on the top of it, screaming at the top of her lungs in one Birkenstock on one foot and one sock on the other. It's going down, down here in downtown Fresno, but but welcome. Welcome to the show. Glad you're here if this is your first time listening. Uh, Like I said, I'm glad you're here. So we help people stay sober. We talk about drugs, alcohol, recovery. We like to have some fun, get into some health and wellness stuff, have some great guests on the show, and a show that uh, you can have a good time without the old booze and cocaine. How about that? Today we got my good buddy Seth. Mancer back. What's up, Seth? How you doing, bud? Yo, what up, bud? Uh, what up, bud? Hey, bub. Uh, good to be back, man. It's always, always a good time. Always a, a pleasure. So thank you. Always for, one uh, of my one of my favorites. Best bud since the mullets of the fifth grade, right? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Hey, so so how hot is it in Fresno right now? Uh, let's check on that. It is. It's definitely over. Well, right now when I'm recording, it may have cooled off a little bit because it's in the evening time. But uh, right now it's 91. Uh, earlier today it was over 100. Tomorrow it's going to be 106. Now you're you're back in back. I know it's in Backville. It's supposed to be 106, 107 tomorrow there too, huh? Oh yeah, it's it's 97 right now. So it's still hot, bro. And uh, I hate when I my balls say, sweat. I want to say it was like 101 <laughs> or 102 when I got home. Oh, I love it. I love the heat, bro. Like, I love when that sweat drips down my ass crack and <laughs> gets me all hot and bothered, dude. I think it's great. I powder my balls. Do you powder your balls? I, I do not. No, I dude, do you got to try that no. shit, bro. Powdering your balls is legit. Get a little gold bond on that. Oh, yeah, it's good. It doesn't It doesn't get all, like, sticky and the, no. it's not, like, super chalky and you create, like, a paste. I, I consider, like a, like, a toothpaste or some shit. No. From it's, your ball sweat and the powder and getting just, like, mixing up. And, <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't get chalky. It doesn't get pasty. Uh, it actually protects. It protects the sweat down there. And uh, it's got a little mint. I, I get the gold bond mint, or is it mint? Or it's in a mint colored <laughs> bottle. So uh, you got like a little like tingle down there. It's a little tingly. So what I do <laughs> is when I hop right out of the shower, my uncle Dan taught me this. He said when you get out of the shower and you got a hot shower, your pores are wide open. And so what mm-hmm. you want to do is you want to spray your cologne at that time, right? Because the cologne gets in your pores. So when you sweat later, it'll sweat that cologne out and it makes you smell good. And then what I also do is I like to put a nice folded towel down and then I powder my ball sack all under and on top. That way the powder doesn't get on the nice mat that Jess uh, decided to wash and make look nice and neat under the, the bath. And then I can just fold that towel up or crumple it up in a ball and throw it in the old wash after a couple of ball powders there. Oh, okay. That? Yeah, it's All a good right. process there. I'm sure everybody really gives a shit about that right now. Well, if you're still listening, uh, our friend Big Cliff's going to join us today. He's got something going on with banana milkshakes, uh, 37 days being sober, and he's also going to be joining Seth and I on the backpacking trip. That's something else I wanted to get into, Seth. We're going backpacking. As this goes live, actually, uh, shortly after this goes live, we will be on the Pacific Crest Trail outside of Truckee, California, headed out to the lake. Uh, and it's going to be a beautiful, beautiful day. I'm really looking forward to that trip, unplugging my damn phone. How about you? Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a great time, dude. I always look forward to going out into the woods, man. And when we get to bring someone new like Big Cliff out there, like that's <laughs> yeah. just some, some exciting so. Yeah. It should be it should be a shit show for sure, but uh, definitely a good time to connect with nature and um, just get away, man. Is 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 always welcome for me. It's like a little mental reset for sure. Yeah, absolutely, man. I I have to do it. I don't probably do it often enough. Every time I get out, 
I realize, uh, I realize how, how often I don't get out enough, I guess that's probably, uh, probably a pretty good, uh, good point when I'm out there just kind of sitting under a tree and I'm just like, man, what the hell am I doing? And what am I even talking about right now? As I hold my dump for three days, why don't I just always go to poop? I got to stop talking about poop. Okay. I'm going to switch the, I'm going to, I'm going to switch this conversation right now so people can continue to listen to this. So we're also going to jump into a little bit of trusting in the process. And then Seth, we're going to give you an opportunity later on too to open up a little bit, man. Like I was thinking about it and I mentioned this to Jess too, like you've, you know, you've been going through some shit in the last few months. It's been kind of like your, your, some aspects of your life, probably equivalent to like the saddest country song I've ever heard in my life. So we'll, we'll jump into a little bit of that too, man. You know, I, uh, I love you, man. And always, always support that. And that's, you know, it's what's good about recovery. We get to talk about some stuff too. But, uh, before we do all that, check us out at that sober You can connect with us on Instagram at real, that sober guy. And, uh, on Twitter at Shane Raymer, I actually deleted the Twitter app on my phone. So I haven't checked it in a while. I don't know how to use it. I really don't like it. I know, you know, we got a couple thousand followers on there, so I should probably try to stay connected on that. I'll do my best to do so. But if you want to hit us up on there, I will check that as well. Um, if you're looking for some help finding the right treatment for addiction and mental health, Uh, can be tough. And that's why we've continued to partner with Foundations Recovery Network. Uh, They stay true to their mission. They have high ethical standards. Uh, We've worked with Foundations for a couple of years now. Uh, They got treatment centers and a nationwide network, uh, both residential and outpatient programs. Uh, And they've built the industry's leading research and outcomes program to fulfill each commitment to patients, uh, not only the patients, but um, just as important, their loved ones as well. So if you want to learn more, you have some questions, you need some answers, you got a loved one who needs some help, or maybe it's you yourself, uh, you can go to foundationshelp.com slash sober guy, uh, or you can call 833-81-SOBER. Uh, that's 833-81-SOBER. You can talk with a admissions coordinator. You can get some questions answered, all that good stuff. So be sure to check that out. Uh, and then real quick, uh, just uh, since I've mentioned it the last couple podcasts, I'll do it one more time. We have a course called How to Navigate the First 90 Days of Sobriety. Um, is myself, a, a few doctors, a few friends, people in recovery. It's not a magic potion or magic course that's going to save you by any means, but really what it is, is it's an opportunity to hear from some people in recovery, both professionals and in the recovery community of what's worked for us, what hasn't worked for us, and hopefully share some things that, uh, that you can relate to that might help you along the way. It's 25 bucks with the promo code half off. Go to that soberguide.com, click on courses, uh, and you can sign up there and you can check it out. All right. So Seth Manter. Hi, how are you? I'm going to switch over to the view here so I can see you because we're on this old zoom call. And I realized we only have 40 minutes on the call, you know, and it doesn't give me uh, a timer. I'm just realizing here. So I'm wasting time even talking about it right now. We We tried to do this in person. But being that I'm in a hotel room this week and tomorrow night will be busy as we get geared up for this old backpacking trip. Let's kind of start there, man. Backpacking this, this annual trip. Um, I think for me, this is the fourth or fifth trip we've done. Me and Helmer went on the first trip, I think in 2016 or 2017 in Paradise Lake, Truckee, California. How you feeling about it? Yeah. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it, man. So this is, this will be my third my third trip, um, man. And it's something that I look forward to year round. Right. Yeah. And it's always, um, you know, checking, especially this year with our winter and shit, checking to see when people are updating see if there's, you know, what the trail's looking like. So I, I take a look at that right at least once a month throughout the year, man. It's a trip. It's one of those yep. trips that I look forward through throughout the year for sure. Um, so yeah, looking forward to it. Uh, Y'all whittled down. Up? I'm I'm all packed up, dude. Whittled down the backpack. Uh, I just waited, bro, and I took a picture. I was gonna send it to you. Twenty five. Shut pounds. up! No way, bro. Twenty five pounds. Twenty five. That's pounds. everything. That's your clothes. Your what are you eating? Fucking nuts, or that's it? A, a bro, slice I got, of salami. I got like uh, three or four of the meals. A big ass bag of nuts. Mm-hmm. These uh, nuts. These nuts. All my <laughs> breakfast. Some coffee. Uh, I, I'm not. Bring, I don't have much snacks. Yeah. So you know, um, 
that'll probably be good for me because I'm definitely a snacker. So yeah. if I don't get a snack while I'm out in the woods, then maybe this will be a turning of the tide when I get home, at least for like maybe a week or two. I don't how about know some How about some cliff bars? Any cliff bars or any, any protein bars? Oh, yeah, I do have some um, – are they Cliff Bars? I think they are Cliff I think Bars. That's I got I, I got three or four Cliff Bars. Um, you know the the so I think I'm good on food. Yeah. Um. You know, tent, sleeping bag, pad, pillow, uh, Let's, towel. Oh, I I just washed the towels too myself. I had the I have the micro towel that folds up really small like a soda can so let let me let us break this down for for you guys out there listening really quick who don't know what backpacking is you never went on a backpacking trip basic and i apologize for those of you who know what the hell i'm talking about already but we'll i'll keep it short basically you're packing up all of your shit and you're traveling out to the middle of nowhere and you're trying to keep it as light as possible i think it's about a seven to eight mile trek out to paradise lake from where we park and so whatever you carry out there is what you got. So you got to keep your food. We got these things called jet boils that boil your water for you. You got to pack in all your shit. And, and uh, like I said, once you're out there, if you forget something, you're kind of shit out of luck unless, uh, unless you're going to hike back to the car, which isn't really uh, possible when you're that far out in the middle of the night. So um, what is the point why we do it, Seth? Why, why do we do that? I'm just thinking about it. it sounds kind of crazy. So... I mean, for me, it's, you know, it's connecting with nature. Like I get to go out and be out in the woods um, away from n normal everyday fucking life. Right. Yeah. So I think that, uh, and just again, connecting with nature and being out in the woods, that's why I do it. Um, the backpacking thing, man, like it's fun. You know, there's a sense of like accomplishment, like, mm. fuck yeah, I hiked into the woods with all my shit. Like this is everything that I'm, I'm going to need to be, comfortable number one survive number two and then you know absolutely have some fun and shit so um yeah so you, throw, you throw it into into a little sack and you put it on your backpack <laughs> and you walk in the woods did you so, uh did you pack your chair or did you leave the chair out bro so i got that was the other thing that i was like man i don't know if i'm gonna bring the chair or not or if i would just post up on a rock um, so I, but I got the chair, so I got the chair, the water filter, basically everything I need in a fucking, in 25 pounds. Dude, how did you do that? That's some, I like, I'm already probably at 30 pounds and I haven't put my clothes or food in yet. Well, so clothes is where I cut back. Mm -hmm. I'm only bringing like, uh, one other pair of shorts, a tank top. I lost your connection there real quick. It says Dick on his screen. <laughs> All I'm looking at right now is it's frozen. So we're on a Zoom call right now. The screen is frozen. Seth's face is up, but it just says Dick right across. <laughs> Are you there, bro? Did it come back or did I lose you? I think I lost him there. So we'll see if we can get a, re, uh, a reconnection there. Let's see. I'll shoot you a text here, Seth. Let's do that. While we're waiting, we'll do a reconnect. There we go. Are you there? Yeah. Can okay. You hear me? Now I got you. I was just telling everyone how the screen froze up. And all I saw, I'm not even joking, you guys, right now. And you either, Seth. Your mouth was wide open. Okay, and your eyes were like halfway shut, and then it just said "dick" across your forehead because your name. Right there. <laughs> oh yeah, I could, dude. I could see the I could see the picture that it left me with that yeah. you were that you were looking at. It looked so beautiful. That's a fucking any, trip. Anyways, you brought your chair, or you didn't bring your chair. Yeah, definitely got the chair in the backpack as well. Um, Good. That's like an essential item, dude. You got like, there's nothing. It's like when I go out there, by the time I get there, we're pretty fucking tired from the hike. Right. And it's nice to just be able to unfold a, something to sit on and actually just sit down and just relax. Like I, I look at it as a time to relax too, even though we do get a bit of, uh, um, you know, hiking in. And then we usually go, do a little day hike around the lake. Uh, it's a time though, to just relax and like disconnect, man. There's something about 
being out there in the middle of nowhere with nobody and nothing but the shit you brought and a couple homies um, that is uh, revitalizing to say the least. Yeah, absolutely. Just going out and, and um, having nothing really, but the stuff that you bring with you and um, peace and quiet for, for one. And then going to like, like, I think I said a little earlier, somewhere you, where you don't go every day, you know what I mean? And you get to see kind of how the world operates in that area. So that's, I don't know if if that made any sense, but, um, no, it doesn't. Even when we come back in, even just from a couple of days being out, I remember it was either last year's trip or the year before you going to, we usually stop at in and out on the way home because we're hungry. Right. And, uh, just the K in and outs are, if you've never been to one out here in Cali, they're extremely busy. Like the all hours, they're always packed. And so you go inside after being out in the trees, even for two days without a bunch of noise. And it's like, you can feel it kind of, you know what I mean? You feel a little bit of your senses like, man, this is, and we're so used to it day in and day out. I know my mind never turns off. It's like constantly going. So to get a little peace of mind out there, I'm really going to work on this trip too. Uh, since it's going to be a little bit more mellow is really just trying to get into a nice state of meditation and some prayer and just kind of like reconnecting this time. You know, I feel like we're, we're usually pretty busy on these trips, staying busy. And I want to do some hiking and stuff too, but like, I'm really looking forward to just like sitting in myself for a little bit on this one and not trekking through like six miles of snow either. Like we did the first time that shit was gnarly. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to – it's funny, dude, that you say that, man, because I was thinking the exact same thing. I know that, you know, usually we go with four or five other people, man, and it's kind of a bummer that, you know, the group's not going to be that big. But it seems like when we go on these trips, man, we sit around the campfire at night and say, oh, yeah, let's go here, let's go there. Yeah. Um, all while missing out on where we're at exactly at that fucking moment in time. Yeah. And that was one thing that, like, I – um, you know, I, I told myself like, this is going to be a good, uh, day and a half that we get to be out there and just sit and be there with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that's, that's something that, you know, obviously that I wish that I could do on the daily basis, like be in the absolute present moment, um, which I, you know, I, it's something that I practice on, on daily do, but this, <laughs> I think there it's going to be so much easier because all the outside influences are all like natural happenings, dude, and super organic. Like we don't have all these other different outside influences to distract us from present moment when we go out to paradise lake, dude. So I think that it's going to be a great uh, reset button for me, right. To tell me, you know, present moment is always, you know, the only thing that we have and, and, and the most precious. So um, that's fucking rad, dude. We're going to be on the same kind of wavelength with that. Oh, yeah. So that's cool. It, yeah, it is, man. And I think that the other the other thing I was thinking about, too, is like sometimes I know for me, like I'm so comfortable in where I'm at in my day-to-day duties and I'm kind of, you know, in the grind, doing the thing, um, working, kids, life, you know, taking care of business and, and having some great times and really, really at a point in my life like where I'm able to enjoy um you know, pretty much every single day. I mean, obviously I have my a bad day here and there. Um, but one of the things about that is I get comfortable in that. And so like stepping out into, into like the wilderness where there's like potentially bears and snakes and nobody out there and just you and, you know, a, a big vast forest of just nature there's a there's a little fear element to that that still till this day after you know i don't know how many backpacking trips i've been on since i was a kid you know with my grandpa and and uncle um all the way up until you know today as we get ready for this one there's still that little bit of butterflies that go on in my in my stomach and i've realized like that that's a it's a healthy thing for me like to feel that and to get outside of that comfortableness, even if it's just for two days right now, you know, um, to step outside of that comfort zone and, and just, and, and kind of feel, you know what I mean? I, you know, you know what, bro, Seth, I, I realized lately, um, I have a hard time feeling still 
uh, some stuff, man. And I don't, I'm not even speaking on anything in particular, but I've, I've noticed lately that I let myself get into that grind of stuff that I'm, that I'm kind of talking about right now, that day-to-day stuff almost as a distraction. So I don't feel stuff, even, even good, even good feelings, not necessarily sad feelings or angry or anything like that, but just good stuff, man. And it's hard to, uh, to sit back sometimes and be in that moment. And so, damn, dude, this weekend is going to be some time to really reflect. So if I forget that, you can be sure to remind me, too, if you don't mind, as I'm sitting on that rock up there in the moment, uh, buddy. Yeah, no. And, and dude, and uh, aside from that, like, we're going to have some fun. Like, I'm bringing the Hell fucking yeah. the snorkel and the goggles, dude. Like, I'm going to go snorkel. You got your like, flippers? After, You're going to uh, tie the flippers I don't, I don't have no flippers. No. Um, but the you know, dude, that would be idea. some added weight. So we're gonna do some <laughs> s- some some swimming. I'll probably go skinny dipping. I've been I've done that like the last four lakes that I've been to for some reason that I've, yeah. I've jumped in naked. And bro, like by no means do I have the bod to be swimming fucking naked anywhere. <laughs> so that's what makes it so much more awesome, right? Like it's like, dude, this fat fuck's naked over here, um, which is which is so so much fun. For sure. But hey, you know what's funny, man? Like I wanted to talk about one thing that you said about, you know, like just not wanting to feel sometimes like I think the the constant like that's that's something that's always going to be a constant battle, man, is is how are you doing dealing with how you feel? You know what I mean? Like for me, some days like I'm great, like I welcome any feeling and I can take on I feel like I could take on the fucking world. Yeah. Other days, dude, like it's a constant, like it's it's tough. Like I don't want to feel. And you know, I told Mel that the other night, man, like um we were laying in bed, you know, just before we went, you know, to sleep for the night, and I told her I was like, Man, I just I just wanna fucking right now in this moment, like every feeling that I'm having, like I just wanna not run. I can't remember if I said run or bury it or something mm. like that, dude. And that was, you know, one of those, that's one of those triggers that I need to look out for. Like, Oh fuck. Like I'm in trouble yeah. or I might be in trouble. You know what I mean? So once, once I recognize that, like, Ooh, you know what I mean? Like that's a warning sign for me. Um, you know, it's, it's definitely time for me to, to write the ship dude. And I think, you know, getting back to the trip, going to the trip, going, you know, this weekend, this, that, the other, like it's, it, it couldn't come at a fucking more perfect time for me yeah. uh, right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely, bro. Like, like I mentioned, I mean, you've, you've had a lot going on, um, you know, in your personal life and um, just a lot of stuff, man. And so I, I actually just told, I can't remember if it was Jess or it was someone, someone close to us. I was just talking to about our trip coming up and, uh, I had mentioned that like I, it's, it's funny how things line up when we allow them to just how they're supposed to. And, uh, you know, with all the stuff you've had going on, I know you've been busy too, man. I know you, you've been doing a lot on the, on the weekends to, to try to get out into nature. You've done some kayaking, some camping, man. Like I want to, uh, I keep wanting to say loon Lake, but it's not loon Lake. It's uh, yeah, loon, loon. Oh, is it loon? Okay. It yeah, is. Loon. Yeah. 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 That, that, uh, that Lake, I looked into a little bit of that and you were, I know you and Mel and the fam went out there and stuff too. And, um, you know, so you've been staying busy, I guess, is my point. And, and at the same time, just been trying to kind of navigate your way through this shit and uh, do the best you can, you know. And so I'm proud of you, bro. I love you, man. And I know that, uh, you know, shit ain't always easy, man. But um, you're doing you're doing a good job every time we get together and talk. And, um, you know, I know you're doing the best you can, bro. So just a little love and a little, little word of encouragement, man. Yeah, no, I appreciate that, dude. And, and I mean, here's the thing, bro. Like, um, I'm not, I'm not special. You know what I mean? Like we all, we all have our shit. Uh, life definitely throws every, every one of us curveballs. Um, you know what I mean? And, and, and for me, uh, the last pride couple, I don't know, maybe all of 2019, yeah. um, you know, has been know. like curveball city, dude, like some awesome, really great things, um, have come in 2019, but you know, I, 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 on the other hand, like there's been some, some real challenging moments, dude. And, um, it's been, it's, it, it's been a challenge, dude. Like my, uh, my sobriety and my mind state, 
all of that shit, dude, has has most definitely been challenged over the last couple months, just kind of with with what I had going on, you know, um, what? starting with. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. What were you going to well, say? I, was, I, I just wanted to kind of say, and, and you know, you can maybe get to this if you're going to kind of go into something else first. But like, I'm just wondering, because you said like your sobriety has been tested. And I think a lot of us um, either have gone through that or maybe are going through it right now. Um, you know, just with, with that kind of test that we get, what have you realized? Like, what have you, what has really struck you and it kind of struck a chord and, and what have you had to, what have you had to change or want to change? Or what have you felt that has changed just maybe in your outlook in your sobriety in, in anything, man? So I think, you know, for me, the, the biggest, um, the most important is recognizing uh, my feelings, you know what I mean? And kind of where I'm at, um, I, I've, I've come over the last couple, couple years, handful of years, I've come in real in tune to my feelings and really listening to myself yeah. uh, speak, you know what I mean? And I think when I kind of quiet, quiet that and the, the alcoholic Seth comes into play. Mm -hmm. Um, I I only say alcoholic and in like mental behavior, alcoholic Seth, you know, I start thinking like, you know, the, the poor me, why am I going through these fucking hard times? You know what I mean? That's when my sobriety is challenged. Right. So for me, sobriety is a mind state, right? It's not about um, not picking up. I mean, obviously that's a, a part of it, but it's it, it's a mind state for me. And yeah. so when I'm outside of my natural sober mind state, um, that's when I need to like take a step back and be like, holy fuck, like what's going on? Yeah. Does it, you know, you know what I mean? Does that, does that make sense? Yeah, no, it does. I think it's just like you recognizing how you feel and recognizing that, that, that brain up there is, um, you know, I feel like I've, I've been saying this a, a bit lately, but it's something that's been on my mind a lot lately. It, it, that brain is powerful, man. And it, it can, uh, play some, some dirty tricks on us sometimes and kind of trick us into feeling or acting or behaving in ways that really, um, we normally wouldn't do if we're not buying into that brain up there. That's kind of controlling the things, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's not connected to, it's like, I think one thing, but I do another sometimes, you know what I'm saying? And trying to connect to the other side of that can be hard sometimes, especially when you're going through shit, you know, like you've been going through. Yeah, for sure. And you know, the other thing too, excuse me, I just burped, bro. (laughs) The, the other thing is, you know, that's been a really big warning sign is when people have asked me, like, how are you doing? What's going on? Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, you know, especially my wife will ask me, like, hey, do you like what's going on? Do you want to talk about it? And normally I'm like, yeah, fuck. Yeah, I want to I want to talk about it. I want to let you know what's going on. But the you know, the last maybe handful of weeks or months, dude, um, it's been like, nah, I don't. I don't want to talk. I want to fucking bury it. Yeah. Like I don't want to recognize or I don't want to verbalize the way I'm, I'm feeling um, given certain situations like yeah, good, bad or indifferent. You know what I mean? Um, so that, that right there, um, that's huge warning sign for me. So when that happens, that uh, sober mind state that I try and live my life by today, um, becomes like challenged Mm -hmm. and 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 that's that's when it's like oh fuck you know what i mean i need to take kind of take a step back and be like okay so you know what's going on in my life what am i doing about it um am i seeking the right help that i need whether it be um you know uh community therapy uh family members friends am i you know, staying stuck in that thought or am I trying to work my way out of it? And, you know, it changes from day to day, dude. Like I get stuck in thoughts, you know what I mean? I'm fucking, I'm a human being. 
um, you know, good, bad, or indifferent thoughts. And, and I think once I realize that I get stuck in those bad thoughts for a long period of time, that's another warning flag. So it's just been like these, these, these things that have kind of come up and been like, Oh fuck. You know what I mean? Like it was, it was good. You know what I mean? And I've, life has given me these curveballs, has thrown these things at me. And now I have these challenges and like the sobriety mind state has been challenged. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. So that's, that's kind of, that's kind of where I get at. And I mean, you know, not to be like, Oh, my shit is, you know, my life is horrible. Cause it's not, you know, just real quick rundown. I went from, you know, a, a, a huge career change to losing the moms, um, you know, which those were like two weeks, you know what I mean? Uh, in parallel with each other, um, losing the dog and then just dealing with everyday life, really understanding and seeing that, you know, through all of that, like the bills still get delivered. I still got to pay my mortgage. I got to go to work. I still got to be like a fucking good dude. Um, you know what I mean? So it's, it's all of that whole cult, you know, that, that, that normal life stuff. And then all that extra shit gets thrown in and how you deal with that, how you, um, decide to get through is, is really, um, but you know, that's, that'd be up to me to decide yeah. to get through all of this shit. And then, and, and knowing and understanding that I can't do it alone. Mm. Right. But I have to take the initiative to put the work in, um, to write my track or maybe not go right back to where I was, um, because that wasn't really working and find a new way that's going to, you know, uh, and strengthen that connection to my sobriety mind state. Yeah. Yeah, bro. That's a mouthful. Well, no, it it was good though. I just when when you mentioned your dog, Mister Joe, man, one of the coolest dogs ever. I just felt like I need to play the fucking banjo for you, man, just because, dude. It literally is like a country song, bro. Like the the things that you you've experienced a ton of loss in the last like you know six months, loss and change, both at the same time, and like a lot of people, you know, a career change is a big deal for a lot of people, you know, ju just that alone is enough to kind of get you out of, out of your element. Like I was talking about earlier, your routine, you know, many of us are very habitual in our routines, especially in recovery, because it's, it's part of what keeps us sober. I think at least for me, what keeps me on that path. And so you throw that in there and then all these other loss and change at the same time. Um, I'm like so proud of you, bro, and so uh, happy that you've been able to stay sober and, and continue to work your way through this, man. And I just, I think it's a testament to having good people around you and 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 doing, doing the work over time. This shit doesn't happen overnight. You haven't, you know, you're still, you know, trying to do your best to kind of work your way through this stuff. But I just want to say for anyone out there listening who's going through anything like going through loss or change, um, you're questioning why, like, man, why is this kind of happening to me? Um, I'm sure those are some of the feelings that you've experienced. And I think that's kind of where it comes into like trust in the process, which is I heard this great, this great word from Chris Valentin today on my way into to Fresno. Um, and one of the things he said, and I put, I'll put this link in the, in the show notes here. It's called making disciples. It's the Chris Valentin podcast. You can find it on iTunes. Making disciples is the, uh, is the title of this particular episode that I heard this in. And it's about an hour and 20 minutes. So there's a ton of good stuff behind this, but the kind of the premise of the, of, of what he was saying was between the promise and the palace is the process, you know, between the promise and the palace is the process. So like, you know, what did that say to me? Well, we have a journey that we're all on. We have things that we want to accomplish, that we want to do relationships. We want to, you know, build and um, people we want to serve and be good parents and spouses and friends and all that stuff. And, you know, there's, there's a promise in that, you know, I feel like for, for me, for my life, for my own, my own journey. And 
in that is the process of acceptance for me and knowing that there's going to be these things that I have to go through along the way. And um, I don't feel, I almost don't feel even um, okay with, with speaking on it, to be honest with you right now, because I don't feel like I have experienced anything comparable to what you've been going through. Um, so I think maybe I'm just going to stop right there. <laughs> yeah. I, and, I mean, bro, I don't, I mean, see, that's where I have a hard time, like comparing, you know, I know, and I, I don't, I know. And it's like, I don't want to compare either, but I don't know, man, something just kind of stopped me right there and just said, like, shut your pie hole. Everything's pretty fucking good for you. You, you don't need, you know, like, I don't even know if that makes sense, but. Yeah. And dude, and, and uh, bro, like getting back to, to, to the, um, you know, trusting in the process. Um, I think that's one, one huge thing that I have learned uh, throughout, you know, the last couple of months, dude, is to just kind of know and trust um, anything that is taking place in my life, uh, whether it be, you know, good, great, bad, horrible, indifferent, um, that it is just part of this process. One thing that I, I, I always refer to it as this existence, um, because that's, that's kind of what I see, like our, my, our human, my human life as being an existence student, everything that goes on external of me is all part of that process. And as long as I'm able to understand and accept that 99% of the things that go on around me, I have zero control over yeah, man, um, and, and understanding that it's part of the process. And then also understanding like where I play in that, you know what I mean? Where, what is my role in yeah. that process? And I, I think that that's the hardest fucking thing to do is once you understand that, okay, you know, like, we say it all the time. Oh, it is what it is. Well, that's understanding that you're, you know, it's, it's just part of the process. Yeah. Um, that's how I see that phrase. It's, it's learning your role in each, each part of the process. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that's the it's thing acceptance. that I, I, yeah, that's what I, I struggle with. It's a daily practice. Like some days I'm great. Some days I'm horrible at it, but I think, um, you know, part of the healing process for me. And I don't think, you know, with the loss of moms, like I will never um, heal. I'll be okay with, with that. Yeah. Um, and like the, the, there never is going to be closure for me or, or, or anything like that. Um, and I'm not saying that pessimistically. I'm saying that because I've talked to people that are like, dude, actually like it, it's, you know, it's something that you'll deal with your entire life. You yeah. know what I mean? So um, and that's part of the healing process and knowing and understanding that part of that will be, you know, there'll be pain, joy, laughter, sadness, crying. If I understand that, dude, like, and then outlie that into life, um, for me, you know, that's that's where I want to see see myself is just being able to be okay with everything all the time. And I know that that's, <laughs> yeah. that's it's probably like, you know, maybe not obtainable, but I think that, you know, if I could, but I you think, know, make steps towards that, then it'd be yeah. great. When I think though, I think to that, it's like just being conscious of like my behavior kind of plays into that or you're, you know, being conscious of your behavior. And I, I have a, 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 an example of that actually that happened yesterday. So yesterday um, it was Cash's last T-ball game, right? And we had our we had a, our our pizza party. I was going to be handing out, you know, some the kids awards. And we, my day though during the day, so I, I was I knew that that was coming at the end of the day. And then my work day. You ever have one of those days when things at work just they just don't go your way, and you're just kind of like, dude, what the fuck? Like, it, and it's usually like stupid stuff, like. Um, that you don't really have control over and you just, by the end of the day, you didn't get done what you needed to get done. And now it's going to put you back and you're just kind of like, dude, like why, you know, why? So it was one of those days without getting into the details too much, right? Total first world problems. But in the moment it was pissing me off and I was really frustrated. And I took that frustration into, um, 
into my time off of work where I took my son to his last game. And on our way there, I was, so this is one of those, you know, you all know how these days work. So you get, you have that day, you get all the shit together. You're you're running a little bit behind, you get in the car and then you look at the gas gauge and there's no fucking gas in it. Right. And you go, are you kidding me right now? So now I'm irritated. I'm, I'm already irritated, you know, with the work day and having to load everything up. I'm running late. Now there's no gas. So it's that snowball effect. And what happens is, is I'm not being conscious of how I'm feeling, how my behavior is acting. I'm only thinking about me and how I feel. I'm not thinking about my little five-year-old best little buddy, dude in the back seat. has got his last game. He's excited. Like I'm supposed to be excited. I'm only focused on this one track mind of me, 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 fucking my day, this, that, just being a little bitch, like straight up, right? Bad attitude. So we get to the gas station and I'm not shitting you. I go to put the, the card in and the card doesn't work. I don't know what the car, the car does not work. It, it's, I don't know if it's a chip thing, whatever. And I go, are you kidding me right now? And so my, so I get, I hop back in the car, fucking slam the door. Right. <laughs> you, you know me, bro. So you can see this shit. The fucking Raymer's coming out. Right. I don't know. And I look back and cash goes, Hey dad, I'm sorry. You're stressed out right now. And I go, are you kidding? And, and it hit me right there. I'm like, dude, like, and I, and in that moment, I become conscious of my behavior. Like in that moment, I'm like, oh my God, like what? Like, this isn't about me. All this shit is not that big of a deal. It's going to work out just fine. So to make a long story short, we made it to the game with plenty of time. I switched gears. I text my sponsor. I said, Hey, fear, you know, page 84, I'm admitting this stuff. I, I turned to, I turned my attitude around and we had a great time the rest of the night. And I'm not saying that like, hey, hey, look at you. You're fucking awesome. Like you did what you're, I should be doing that, but I shouldn't be acting like that in the first place. And it's just a testament that even after, you know, almost six years without alcohol and drugs and stuff, those behavior, that's what you were talking about earlier. I feel like those alcoholic tendencies, it's not take the alcohol out of it. It's the way we react and the way we deal with stuff sometimes. Um, And if we're not conscious of it, like, fuck, man. I mean, we're, I'm really screwed if I'm not that. So at least I can be conscious of it and give myself a little grace and say, okay, you fixed it. Now be conscious of that next time when all that shit starts to snowball. You know what I'm saying? I know I blabbed a little bit there, but I think it's a good example of that, of just being able to recognize when we act like dildos. Yeah, no. And for sure, bro. Like you most definitely shouldn't be acting like that. You know what I mean? From the outside looking in. Like a little bitch. Yeah, like a little bitch. But on the other hand, man, that you said something huge there is having a little bit of grace on yourself mm. and knowing and understanding like, okay, I'm a, fu- I'm a fucking human being. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm still going to act like a fucking little baby sometimes. Like as long as you can pull yourself up out of that shit, um, I think that's where, you know, that's that's where the, you know, the learning uh, to live that new sober lifestyle comes into play, dude, is being able to pull yourself fucking out and be like, bro, you're such a fucking pussy right now. Why are you acting like this? <laughs> yeah. And especially in a time that's, you know what I mean? Like, like you said, dude, first world problems. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I was thinking like the other day, bro, I asked myself like, man, am I doing everything right? You know what I mean? And then it's like, well, yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> you are because <laughs> doing the best you can. Yeah. You know, like, be okay with it just be yeah, be like okay that. with it so be okay yeah. man that's a good that's a good little saying right there just be okay i i love the be at ease too man i, I often i'll that that is one of the little switches that i've i've you know become um aware of sometimes and in moments i when i'm going through something that little switch will hit in and just go raymer be at ease right now like you you can be at ease it's okay it's good i like this one too it's gonna work out just how it's supposed to it kind of falls in line with that is what it is type of thing just a, a different way to frame it up um bro and it's it's so much easier too than being all fucking worked up yeah and you know you, your heart's racing your blood pressure's up there you're fucking hot yep. you're you're beating on things it's so much easier i mean you might be viewed as aloof or whatever but it's so much mm. easier just to be kind of okay with it and you know like i laugh at a lot of shit that goes on in my life and that i see and that being able to do that is fucking huge yeah hell yeah man i love it what's up mel i see mel back there what's cracking oh yeah she's gonna it looks like she's off to the store 
She's got her. What are you purse. picking up, Mel? You picking up some oh, potatoes? She got her new shorts on. Nice. What does your shirt say? Have a nice day. It says have a day. Have a day. All right. I dig it. It's the, uh, uh, what is it? What is it called again? Why am I drawing a blank right now? Um, tie dye. Is that tie dye? Kind of tie dye? Oh, yes. Yeah, Shane, we can see you. But Shane can see you. Great. Oh, you guys froze up on me now. Now, Okay, now we're coming back. We, we're having some issues with the old Skype tonight, but you're frozen now. Yeah, no, it's all good, dude. Oh, yeah. I've had the camera off since we got reconnected, dude. Okay, got it, got it. Hey, I... I was going to ask you who invited big cliff on this backpacking trip, by the way, are you there? Oh, I lost him. Okay. I lost Seth. I lost him there, but I think, uh, I think we'll get him back on in just a minute. Well, you know, if we, while we're waiting for that, if we jump back into this with trusting in the process, um, you know, if, if I kind of keep that as simple as I can, that that says just what it is in knowing that every like kind of what I was mentioning just a minute a minute ago is that everything is going to work out just how it's supposed to even through the times when I don't think that that it's going to work out like worrying that I'm going to run out of gas I mean I know that's kind of a I feel like it's a dumb example you know in the moment but yesterday that was the thing I was where I'm late I'm going to run out of gas my you know how am I going to do well it all worked out and if I would have ran out of gas and it would have worked out just how I was supposed to, I would have had to call a tow truck or something, right? I guess I shouldn't let the gas gauge get down to empty. How about that? Little per Oh, ding dong. There he is. He's back. Little I'm personal back. responsibility there. But uh, so anyways, I wanted to jump in because I know Big Cliff was supposed to join us. I think he's here um, making his way back through the studio. I'm just wondering, though, who the hell invited Big Cliff on his first backpacking trip with us? Was that you or me, or did someone else extend the invite to him? Bro, this is one of those dudes that fucking, I think we were talking about it on the podcast. Yeah. And, like, we, we've been knowing Big Cliff, dude. Oh, yeah. You know, He's from, a homie. From being in Vacaville and shit. Like, you know, I've seen him around and shit. Like, I don't yeah. really know him, know him, know him. But I think he was listening to the podcast, dude, and we were like, what's up? You want to go backpacking with us? Fucking reach out. Yep. And we are like, oh, shit. You guess who hit me up? Big Cliff. And I was like, yeah. oh, fuck yeah, dude. I want this guy to go with us. So, All right. Well, let's, uh, let's do it. We'll give him about five, maybe ten minutes, and then we'll get to the end of the show, and we'll wrap this thing up. But, uh, yeah, I actually see him coming through right there. There he is. What's up, son? Yo, what's up, Seth? How you doing, man? Aw, oh, shit. Oh, dude, this is hella elegant up in here, man. I just be loving to be here. Thank you for having me on the podcast. Why'd I say it like that? The podcast. What's up, man? What's I'm just up? So hey, what's up? What'd you do today? Man, dude, I just chilled, man. I've just been sitting around, man. I've been having this issue, man, with these, like, man, I'm... So, okay, let me start out, man. First off, I woke up, man, I ate some cereal, man. I'd be loving on them um, them peanut butter Reese's. You ever had those? The peanut butter balls? This is so good, man. I'd be eating some almond milk just trying to get a little bit of health because I'm a health nut like that. You know, I'd be trying to stay sober and stuff. So I get a little bit of almond milk up in there. And then, man, I walked over to the store and I got me a couple of bags of them hot peanuts. This is so good. So good, man. But I started off with a little meditation, a little bit of prayer. You know, man, we just doing good. I'm 37 days sober just loving life and it's just so so hella elegant oh man it's so good hey you said hot peanuts with your fucking peanut butter cereal and almond milk hey that shit what does that 7-eleven bill look like you going in there buying fucking almond milk and shit oh man it's so good i just the I almond, that's your spot i i love it um, so a lot of you, a lot of people know that I struggle, uh, with the, the, the booze and the drugs. Obviously that's why I'm just back up in this recovery space, but I also struggle with the sugar. So I had big problems with the triple cupcakes. You ever seen those, the hostess ones you get at Seven Eleven? I gave those up, but now here's my issue. I recently found out that Sonic, Sonic has got the best banana milkshakes and they're all half off after eight o'clock 
So I've just been going there like every night, man, just getting these banana milkshakes and maybe like a grilled cheese. I just crush it on my way home. I got to hide the evidence so nobody sees it. And it's I'm spending a lot of money. So I've been really working on this lately, but I'm not having I mean, what what should I do? I don't even know. Hey, that uh, good thing you're going backpacking with us, man. We'll get you out of here, uh, away from Sonic. There ain't no Sonic in Paradise, bro. Oh, so, sick. are you are you bringing uh, you bringing any milkshakes or grilled cheese up there with you, or are we just gonna have like a little uh, two day getaway and, and you'll be off of them? Bro. Oh man, it's gonna it's be like it's gonna be so dope, man. I'm so ready. I've got my barbecue. I'm about to strap on my barbecue to the back of the backpack. I got me a big sack of coal so we can barbecue up some chicken I'm about to pack in some ribs and man so look here's what i did about the milkshakes i saw this powder form that they got at Co- i just think it's at the costco i'll be going up and i get a big ass box of it and then i can come in and i can just add water and i can get the banana milkshake flavor but it's not as good but it's just as good i'm about to pull out my little fold-out table i got the hot nuts i got everything going on big cliffs about the party Who's going to party? Who's going to party? I can't. I can't wait. It's going to be so fun. I'm about to. I heard you're bringing a snorkel too, man. I'm about to bring a snorkel. Should I bring my flippers? I'll just strap them on the back like a sun. Hell yeah. Hey, will you carry the snorkel for me? I I will. I'll I'll carry the snorkel. But hey, look, here's, here's one issue that I was thinking about. If we're going backpacking into the woods, we're going about. You know, a few miles in, I got all my stuff. I'm about to pack in all my stuff, too. I got, oh, I got my water socks. I'm so stoked on my water socks. I'm about to put them bad boys on. But what do I do when I got to take a shit? How, what, what does that look like in the woods? Do I, I mean, do I dig a hole? Do I go in the lake? What do I yeah, do? Yeah, so, so for me, like, I strip down. Like, all clothes. Off. Naked? Yeah, everything. Butt ass naked. Damn, son. Dig dig a little hole if you can. Squat. Push. <laughs> Just like you're sitting on a toilet. So Dude, big- it's challenging. The first one, like the first one is challenging, but once you do it once or twice, you'll 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 get a hang of it. I don't know if Big Cliff could sit in the woods, man. This is just not okay, man. I don't know if my mama would approve of this. I don't know if I can even. I mean, I think if I stand there and even if I squat, it might crawl back up and not even release. So I may just have to hold it and <laughs> it become constipated. Yes, you know how when you know how when your butthole tighten up like that and it just kind of crawls back up in there. I know I see you laughing up in there. It's just hella real though. You know, like sometimes it happens. Like, you know, so I, I feel like if I'm kind of squatting down in between two rocks, or maybe like I kind of got the grasp grip around the tree and I'm just kind of doing the hangover, like I heard somebody else say. I don't know if that's gonna work. I don't know if that's gonna work for me, man. But uh, I'm st- I'll give it a shot. You know. Hell yeah. I might fish a little bit. I'm super, super stoked, though. It's going to be fun. <laughs> All right, bro. I can't wait. I can't wait to see your backpack. Big Cliff backpack? Oh, shit, cuz. I got the Jan Sport ready. I got the Jan Sport. <laughs> Not to put it all up in there, stack it in. just got the Jansport. That's what we're supposed to bring, right? The Jansport? I just bought yeah. Hell yeah, I got my eight-person tent. I'm about to strap on the eight-person tent, so that way in case uh, I meet anybody up there, we could just holler. We have everybody just jump in the tent. It's going to be beautiful. Hell yeah. It's going to be beautiful. Hell yeah. Hey, thanks for letting me come along. I'm about to I'm about to dip out this motherfucker. All right then, Big Cliff. It was good to see you, bro. Thanks, brother. I love you, man. I love you. It's just so beautiful. Thank you. How the hell did I miss Big Cliff? Bro. Hey, guys. Wow. What is it? What what was he doing? Like, what was the deal? He just wanted to come say what's up and, you know. Dude, did I, I did I hear him say he was bringing a barbecue, bro? Yeah, barbecue, some ribs, <laughs> the coals <laughs> on his Jan Sport. <laughs> this fool is trying to bring a Jan Sport backpacking. I don't think he's going to be able to fit everything. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking Cliff.
Well, I'm glad he's coming. It should be a good experience. Hopefully he stays sober and gets to some meetings. Join some community, all that good stuff. Well, bro, dude, I'm glad. I'm uh, happy that you were able to come on the podcast. And like I mentioned in the beginning, you know, as this goes live, man, we're going to be rolling out to the old trail. Hopefully Big Cliff makes it in his water socks. I heard he was stoked about his water socks as yeah, well. Yeah, water socks. Yeah. He wanted to use the snorkel and shit. <laughs> if he brought the flippers, could he use my snorkel? <laughs> you know, I was like... Uh, we might have to see about that, but yeah, dude, it's going to be, I'm looking forward to it, bro. And, and again, man, like it's always a good time doing, you know, the, doing the podcast for sure. So you, you just reminded me of something too. Somebody hollered at me and I'll have to go back and look through the emails because I don't think I had forwarded it to you. Um, just out of the forgetfulness of mind and busyness of whatever, but somebody had reached out and I apologize if they happen to listen to this. But I, like I said, I got to go back and look, but you mentioned about doing the backpacking trip and this has been on my mind the last couple of days as we lead up to this one, you know, I really would like to set some sort of sober backpacking trip up like eventually. I know we talked about it before. Someone did reach out. They were, I want to say they were from New York. So it, was, it, it, it wasn't a local person, but still said, man, great idea. So I think that that is, um, something that that people would be into um is that something that you would be okay with heading up as far as giving out an email address for you and kind of talking about for later on or what you want to talk about that i think i think that um you know i'd have to do a little bit of research and see what all goes into that dude but you know that that is like my dream to be able to go out into the woods with a group of peeps and fucking yeah hang out have a meeting and then fucking be out in the woods like people be out in the woods you know what I mean? maybe do some yoga or something yeah shit. exactly like, well I'm, and i'm kind of thinking too every man for himself kind of thing for the first one at least too but you know we can kind of coordinate and maybe put together a yoga session a meditation thing a night or two or something but that would be fun man something just uh you know on a sobriety tip and recovery tip something like that would be pretty awesome and i don't think big cliff will be coming on that one i think he's him and his barbecue and his water socks are gonna have to stay the fuck home no dude and it's a good opportunity to to, to step out yeah. you know what i mean to step out of that box that you so often talk about like even if you are avid backpacker going with people that you don't know or full spectrum never going with people that you don't know you know what i mean so like i think it'd be a really and then even for us like yeah. to open that up you know what i mean to you know go with a mix of people that have gone before all that we don't know, I think it'd be great for us to get out of our box and whoever wanted to come to get out of their box. I think it'd be a fucking great opportunity. Yeah. And that's, that's why that's something that it's always been kind of like, you know, a, a dream of mine is to, to kind of do that damn thing. You know what I mean? Just for fun. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah, so. man. Yeah. Good stuff. We'll, we'll talk a little bit about that more. I could see that coming to fruition. Um, eventually like i don't know maybe it's in the fall maybe it's next summer like i don't know but i i see that on on the horizon somewhere um so here's what i want to say man and we'll, we'll wrap this thing up you know seth and i are obviously in in um you know living our lives we're both in kind of different seasons of life we're both going through our own things rightfully so some more serious than others um we're doing our best to trust in the process of where we're at and trying to understand and be conscious of that and just go with the flow and try to ride that wave and, and be at ease. And so I just want to encourage out the, uh, those of you out there listening right now, you know, I hope, I hope that makes sense. And I hope that maybe can speak to you a little bit in the fact that you can do the same thing, but it's, it's kind of your choice, just like it's my choice, just like it's Seth's choice um, to be aware of that and, 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 and to, uh, you know, to put in the work and, and be around people that help support us and, and, uh, and have that support. But at the same time, um, it's okay to be happy. It's okay to be at ease. It's okay um, to feel, I guess. And, and I don't say that telling anybody what to do. I actually say that telling myself what to do, that it's okay to feel. It feels good for me to even verbalize that. So I appreciate the opportunity to do that because, you know, lately I have been, um, suppressing some of that feeling and just trying to stay busy, I think in, in order to, uh, um, you know, just to, just to live and even kind of zone out sometimes. So, um, man, I appreciate you guys listening. Seth, uh, what do you got, man, before we wrap this thing up, bro? <laughs> I don't, I mean, you know, 
to I, I can't really follow that dude you you spoke that so eloquently and fucking great like um you know one thing for me you know from day one was getting the opportunity to feel again man like as long as you know once you're able to to do that man it's definitely life-changing and 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 recognizing our feelings and what yeah. we're going through i think i think it's it's been great um you know and again obviously man like it's always fun coming on and doing a podcast fucking super stoked for this weekend it's gonna be great dude so fuck yeah yeah right on bro i will see you at uh what time are we leaving 4 30 a.m friday morning something like yeah, that. that's the plan yeah good stuff brother i love you man thank you for coming on the, the podcast being a part of my recovery um you know leading me to sobriety at that brother like i i just got mad gratitude respect love mullet homies for life bro Dig <laughs> yeah. it. Hell Hell yeah, yeah, hey well you couldn't have started your own your own course without you so um <laughs> you know what i mean right on man all right check us out at that sober connect us on instagram at real that sober guy at shane raymer on twitter peace love respect keep your blood clean thank you guys love you Oh, fit. Wait, wait. I thought oh, we, we ain't done. Oh, fit, man. I thought we were going backpacking. We ain't going back. Oh, man. Oh, shit, man. I didn't even. I lost my barbecue. I lost my barbecue. But I know what you do in the back room And you still say that I don't know Anything about you